Alright, welcome back to Corinne Lowry, episode number 80. Uh, but I would be remiss if I didn't start this episode off by mentioning uh, the school shooting in Texas that left 21 dead. Uh, a real tragedy around gun control. Uh, we did uh, you know, hear Steve Kerr talk about this in his pregame interview to Game 4. And uh, something just needs to happen um, around gun control in this country. Um, but what will happen in Washington, time will tell. Uh, but this has certainly been an impactful event for us around the nation. If you've just turned on television, I'm sure you've seen images of it. Um, but, Sam, any thoughts on that? Um, I mean, it just shows a lot of uh, disregard for human life when people don't want to act on these things that are, you know, tearing families apart. Um, That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, uh, we would like to offer uh, this little minute of synopsis for this uh, because we feel, if it, at the very minimum, uh, these families deserve your attention. Uh, but now, it's time for our question of the day. Sam Carter, let's, let me ask you a question, right. Sam. You sitting in class, right? Mm-hmm. You got your little notebook. You're taking some notes. Mm-hmm. And you dying. For a little drink, a little Bev. Mm-hmm. What's the thing? What's the drink? If you could have like an unlimited supply of one drink just to use in class, what is your preferred Bev? Um, man, that's tough. But I have to go with Sprite. You know, I wouldn't Ooh. even I wouldn't even say that Sprite is oh. my favorite soda, but oh. it is just the quenchiest. It's the quenchiest soda. No, for me, it's got to be Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Get you going. Great taste. That's all it is. All right. Yeah. We're bringing on Miles Tarb live in the Lowry studio later. We're just talking about the Nick Saban. Uh, Nick Saban. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk right now. Saban. I don't, why am I looking on this first? What, Miles, what's his first name? Nick Saban. Nick Saban. <laughs> I forgot his name was Nick Saban. Did I say Nick Saban? Yeah. yeah you did. Every time you said it right. Okay. Well, I'm leaving this in here. This is one one segment, Carter and Larry. A blooper. But but for right now, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about the NBA. And looking at the Eastern Conference Finals, game five tonight. Heat, Celtics. Uh it's been all been blowout. Series tied two two. Butler scores forty one in game one. Celtics win by twenty five in game two. Bam puts up thirty one and ten. In Game Three, and the Celtics are up by forty points, one point in Game Four. Uh, this series has been dominated by injuries. I was listening to Brian Winhorst's podcast yesterday, and he's saying, you know, this just this is the theme of the playoffs now. These past two years have been dominated by injuries. And Sam, what kind of effect does this have on your interest in this year's playoffs? Um, you know, it after a very exciting first round and a fairly exciting second round. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it like destroys it, but I'm not like dying to watch every minute of every game. Like, you know, I should be, um, right. It's more just like, you know, I get home from what I'm doing and it's like, Oh, I'll watch some NBA, but the games are usually lame. They are lame, Sam. They're all blowouts, but maybe game five. In the finals, game five, six, and seven of these Eastern Conference finals in the West be better, and maybe the finals would be great. You never know. Got to have hope. 
you know, maybe this is just the NBA preparing us for a great final series. And out west, the Warriors lead 3-1. to one. Dominating performance so far. Steph putting on a show. Uh, Sam, do the Mavericks have any chance to come back? They were down 3-0 at one point. Do they have any chance, Sam, or is this a closeout in Game 5, you think? Um, I think that this is a closeout. I do it's not close think out. that the uh, Mavericks can win this yeah, series. I agree. Um, I see Game 5 being it. Uh, we've not seen Clay Thompson play particularly well in the series, but I think uh, Game Five is his game. Uh, but we're now going to bring on Miles Har. Miles is going to stand up and walk towards the Miles. You stand up. He's live with me here. Miles, I'm going to ask you the question of the day. What's your preferred beverage if you have one in the classroom? Water. Water. Give me that water bottle. That waba. You 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 can have a I can already bring drink, a water bottle. I, I drink four I drink four Nalgene's a day at school. The big ones. We do not Jones. care. It's perfect. It's perfect. Miles, I just I feel like that's that was so lame, bro. Uh, uh, what do you want me to say? I try not to drink soda no more. That's a fact. Okay, uh, Miles. Whatever. Looking at this is already disorganized, but looking at the PGA Championship, Justin Thomas wins in a playoff. Of Will's out tours. Uh, Miles, what's your reaction? Also, you got to talk about Mita Pereira with that choke on the 18th hole. Miles, what's the reaction to the whole situation? You know, Justin Thomas is not the greatest guy. Um, I think, you know, he's a good golfer. Will's out tours should have won. I, Mito should have won, really, but he choked on 18. Big choke. at the, We're at the pool watching together. You know, it was, it was a good, it was a good watching, uh, viewing experience. But I, I, I don't like that Justin Thomas won. I think Will needs his first tour victory, and it should be a major. Well, uh, but now it is time for what we're really here for, what Miles is here for. He said when this first happened, he's got to be on Cardin Lowry. And so we're going to let him explain the Nick Saban situation. Miles, take it over. Explain it for the people. So Nick Saban comes out on his big investor group board meeting and says, hey, Texas A&M paid for their whole recruiting class, you know, calling out Jimbo, saying millions of dollars to each guy. And Jimbo comes out and says, that's not right. And then now Jimbo's in trouble with the SEC because he said some stuff that he shouldn't have said. Uh, then Saban called out, you know, Coach Prime with Travis Hunter, number one player in the country, and said, why are you paying this kid? And Travis Hunter said, I didn't get paid. And now we got all this beef around college football about who's paying their kids. And – it's only the teams at the top complaining, you know. Alabama's complaining, Texas A&M complaining, Georgia complaining, Ohio State complaining. All these teams that are down in the mid-majors looking at, you know, Cincinnati and BYU, they're not complaining. They're paying kids, but they're not complaining about it because they're doing just the same thing. But all these big schools, you know, SEC, ACC, have been paying them for years. It's just under the table. So I think, you know, we need some regulations among the rules of no – Money should be involved until post-recruiting, until a kid is somewhere already. And there shouldn't be allowed any tampering pre-transfer portal. I just think we need, you know, a shift in the college football landscape. And so mm. Nick Saban also should be punished for all these years of his, you know, big name money under the table recruiting. Sam, what's your take on the situation? Um, unfortunately, you know, I agree with Miles, but this is part of the game. Um I don't think that Saban's right to to call any coach out when, you know, this is stuff that 
more likely than not, he has been doing. Um, you know, it's college football is corrupt right now. Um, but you know, it goes with the rules. It's like this corruption is not against the rules, is what I'm saying. You know, you had the whole what what was it called, Miles? Where you could start paying players? NIL. Name image likeness. Yeah. NIL. NIL. Yeah, when the whole NIL thing came out, that sort of ruined, you know, the traditional, you know, collegiate sport, you know. I just think that it's part of the game now. They brought this. I feel like when it first, oh, hold up. first came out, yeah. Hold up. They brought this. <laughs> hold up, man. Hold up. <laughs> When they started the NIL, they brought this upon themselves. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think the idea of when it started was like when Reggie Bush got his Heisman taken for like taking a plane ride with his coach. And then like when Todd Gurley got in trouble for paying, having to pay for autographs, like that was the idea. Like a kid could go in and sign for charity, but like 20 bucks autograph, whatever. And then these big time schools started paying kids millions to come play for them. And now it's just a mess. So what's the solution, Miles? No money involved until after a kid commits. That's it. I think he's right. Sam, you agree? I do agree. If there's any money involved in the recruiting process besides here's your full rest scholarship, then school should get in trouble. Well, Sam and Miles have come to a, uh, a pretty unexpected consensus. Um, but you know, Miles, what else is there really to discuss on this topic? I, I don't know. They got to fix it. I, think, I do think that it's gotten more entertaining, bro. like, cause there's more teams coming up, like NC state's coming up. Um, you know, Cincinnati last year kind of came up, uh, Iowa state, all these teams are making it Utah. They're, they're starting to kind of come out of the gutter. But like when you have USC, who was a, bum butt team last year who went like six and seven got a new head coach and then pulls in like the number one transfer class and has all these five-star kids coming in when they had none and texas a&m going from one five-star a year to eight then that's just not right you, you know something's not right there hmm. there's some schools that are willing to pay and others that aren't and while there is a problem there it's it goes along with the rules so yeah. the issue was created when teams agreed to start paying players. Well, it was it was Congress. Congress allowed it. That was a uh, federal law that that wouldn't be allowed. And well, then they, passed they I mean, that would have never happened if people weren't asking for it. That's true. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. College football and on the like. The Senate, bro. The Senate. Talking about college football. It's crazy. That's really all college sports, but yeah. Right, but... Football is the main one because it's kind of like tilting. It's like the biggest college sport, and so it's kind of like tilting that way. Is that, that's hey, like Armando that. Baycott on Outer Banks. You heard about that? Yeah, there you go. That's cool. Like that. That's the kind of thing that's cool. That should be allowed. That right. was the whole idea. But then Jimbo Fisher started paying kids $3 million to come play for him, and it's like, well, this isn't fair. Right, right. Well, it looks like uh, these two have come to a consensus. 
Got Miles chewing on the cap of a pin over here. Dean, I have a question for you before we end. Okay, what's that? What do you think about Tom Brady's hole in one? I think that the whole the match thing is just a money grab. Oh, it is. I think this is a part of that. Is it that drone shot was kind of cool. It was. Could it be fake? We don't know. He's cheated before. That's true. But uh looks like this conversation is about done. Sam, any final thoughts on this NIL? Uh, I wouldn't say scandal. It's more of a situation, more of a, a happening. Um, final thoughts? I, I don't have any more thoughts. He has no more thoughts. A little bit of a short uh, episode today. We'll be back next week with the NBA Finals preview. Hopefully, we get a nice series uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. You never know. Uh, but that is going to do it for this episode of Carter and Lowry. And you hear from us next Tuesday.